0: The Old Premeds podcast session number 130. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week for this podcast. If you don't know, the Old Pre-Meds Podcast is part of the MedEd Media Network, which includes the premed Years, the MCAT Podcast, Specialty Stories, as well as the Short Coat Podcast, which is a production of the Carver College of Medicine at the University of Iowa. So we have lots of podcasts. Oh, I've also forgot to ask Dr. Gray. Pre-med Q&A is another podcast that we do. It's actually a Facebook Live, a video that we do on Facebook Live, and then we convert it into a podcast afterwards. And I actually have a new podcast that we're getting ready. It's actually not a new podcast, another podcast that we're hopefully going to add to the network soon, uh, another production of uh, somebody else. So that one's A secret right now. We're in the works to add them to the list. Now, old pre-meds, we take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med form over at medicalschoolhq.net. So if you go to medicalschoolhq.net, click on forms, find the non-traditional pre-med form, and that's where we get the questions or I get the questions to answer here on the podcast. And our poster today says or has a post titled unsure of what to do next. And she says, so I applied to med school last cycle and got rejected by all of the schools that I applied to. When I asked the schools directly how to improve my app for next time I apply, I was given generic information. I visited a pre-med advisor from my alumni and I was suggested to either apply to Caribbean schools or choose another path. The problem with my app is the averaging of my grades made... My GPA low for the app report when it calculates my undergrad and graduate GPAs. So the med schools would screen me out because they cannot see that my current GPA for grad school is a lot better than the past. I cannot go to the Caribbean because it does not line up with my plan to join the military to help pay for school as I am financially responsible for my mother who is disabled. I do not want to choose any. Uh, I want. I do not want to choose another path either. I've come too far. I graduated undergrad with a 3.0 GPA, went to grad school and didn't do well due to family issues at home. I re-enrolled in a different grad school and now have a 3.8 GPA. I should not be judged by my mistakes in the past, but that's what I feel is happening with my app. I have done volunteer work, worked in a hospital, took a course to get licensed as an EMT, and have even done medical scribing and shadowing. I'm gathering information on how to become an RN, and medical assistant in the meantime. However, I do not want to give up my dream of being a doctor. That is the end goal. I'm not sure what else to do to make my app stand out. The pre-med advisor stated to me that retaking any courses from the past, from undergrad, is just a waste of money and would not help much with my app. So any advice on how to improve would be greatly appreciated. I should add to my prior post that I had already applied to post program and another master's program that has linkage with med schools that if you do well in the program, you are guaranteed an interview. I'm currently waiting for news of acceptance along with registering for a few courses to apply for the accelerated BSM program near me. I'm also considering to retake my core BCPM classes from 10 years ago. However, I have to look at my financials and see what I am able to do. So any info on what else to do besides what I have already done would be greatly appreciated to make my app stand out when I am... When I reapply in a year or so, as I stated before, the advisor I met did not think I needed to retake any core classes and thought that re- enrolling in a postback or other program would not help my app. They had suggested Caribbean schools or basically give up on the stream. I do not want to give up and no, I can succeed if given the chance. All right. So a lot to discuss there. So let's talk about the fact that an advisor is saying, don't take more classes, it's not going to help you overcome your bad scores. That logically just doesn't make sense, right? If you if you had issues in the past, then to show that you have overcome those issues, whether it was just a one-time uh, Johnny broke up with me and, and I'm sad, or my mom died and I'm sad, or school is hard and I'm depressed, whatever it is, Or maybe you were just a bad student to begin with. Whatever that story is that caused the bad grades, the assumption is that hopefully it's gone now. And so taking more classes will show to the admissions committee that you can handle the coursework. And so to say that you shouldn't take more classes just logically doesn't make sense because there's no other way to show to the admissions committee that, look, I'm not who I used to be, right? You mentioned, the student mentioned that um, I shouldn't be, I should not be judged by my mistakes in the past, right? Well, you should be judged because there are your mistakes, but you should also be able to overcome those mistakes to show that you are now a different person. So there are a couple things here that, that, I want to bring attention to. A 3.0 GPA, it's not a terrible GPA. What does that look like? Are there, is it like a 1.0, a 4.0, a 2.0, a a 4.0? What does that trend look like? Because that's important. What is the science GPA? So you mentioned, the student mentioned BCPM, right? Biology, chemistry, physics, and math. What is the science GPA? in there is the science GPA 2.0 and the BC uh, and the overall is a 3.0. That is a huge difference. Then then the student mentioned grad school. When when was the grad school attempt? Was it immediately after undergrad? Was it 5 years after undergrad? And then starting poorly, what did that look like? How long was that process? Was it a year's worth of classes? Was it a semester? did was it all withdrawals? Because the student mentions having a three point eight gPA right now at a different grad school, but when you factor in the other graduate level coursework, what does that look like? and so when in in the application, typically how schools will see the grades is your undergrad grades and your graduate grades separate. And so the student mentioned when they're averaged together. I and I I I don't know for sure, maybe there are schools out there that do this that that average GPAs from graduate and undergraduate coursework, but that's not the norm. Most schools are going to look at the grades separately because the assumption is that you're doing a master's program for a reason, whether you're just passionate about a subject or you're trying to fix your past mistakes. And so those are going to be looked at differently, right? The whole comment about not being judged for past mistakes, that's that's what grad school is for. But you also stumbled in grad school. And so how do you how do you overcome that? Because now you have poor grades in grad school on top of good grades in grad school. And it sounds like there's a good upward trend, which is great, but it's still, you still stumbled in grad school. My big question is, what are you, what is your graduate degree in? All right, if it's a master's of public health, and I I got an email once from a student saying, you don't give public health majors uh, enough credit, right? It's not hard sciences, but it's not easy. I'm like, I never said it was easy. Like getting a public health degree, it's great. Like if you want to be, you want a public health degree, great. When I talk about a public health degree not being good for this process i mean from the standpoint of it not helping overcome any questions that the admissions committee has on your level of ability to to complete school to complete med school if you have a poor undergrad gpa poor bcpm gpa your science gpa if that is poor and you're going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do graduate-level coursework to show them I can do it, and then you go out and get a master's in public health, well, that's not proving to them that you can handle the hard sciences. You go get a, a master's in English, well, sure, you got a master's degree, but it doesn't help, right? You need to take hard sciences. And so for this student, one thing that really stood out to me was the undergrad classes from 10 years ago. right? When I see that, I question the level of knowledge that the student has from a core science standpoint, and the student didn't mention the MCAT at all. And so I'm assuming that the MCAT score probably wasn't great either, partly because undergrad classes were 10 years ago. So Remember, you're not just one part of your application. You're not just your GPA. You're not just your MCAT score. You're not your GPA and your MCAT score. Your application has to be complete. Maybe it was a, a bad, uh, bad essays. Maybe it was a bad interview if the student got to that point. So there's so many other factors. But I think at this point, the, the discussion needs to be around redoing the coursework, whether that's a formal post whether that's a do-it-yourself postback getting those positive trends that that trend line getting that going in a positive way to show that the to to the admissions committees that you can handle the coursework you're getting 4.0s right there shouldn't be a time as you go through this process that you're getting less than a 4.0 as you move forward from from this point forward if you've applied you didn't get in if grades are your issue you need to be getting as close as you can to a 4.0. That's not to say if you slip that you're never going to get in, but you should be shooting for that 4.0. I think against what your advisor is saying, I think the only way to move forward is taking more classes to prove to yourself, to the admissions committee, that you can still handle the coursework for this process. So Hopefully that was helpful for you. If you have a question you want answered here on the old pre-meds podcast, go to medicalschoolhq.net, click on forums, register for an account if you don't already have one, and ask a question in the non-traditional pre-med forum. That's where I take the questions for this podcast. We have some awesome stuff coming up, some giveaways. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you should. I'm at medicalschoolhq. We're going to be doing a, a big giveaway as I prepare for the launch of the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the Medical School Personal Statement, and uh, we're celebrating episode 100 on the MCAT podcast and so many other awesome things. So go join me on Instagram and uh, join the Hangout if you're not part of the Hangout on Facebook. An awesome pre-med, the, the largest pre-med community on Facebook. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.